0: Ladies and gentlemen, good morning and welcome to episode number three of Digital Fix. I'm your host, Matt Barber, here in the glorious studios of Local 209 here in Crown Point, Indiana. I'm so excited to present this episode to you guys. I brought in Johnny Rocker, who is a carpenter out of Valpo. Guy has an insane following. He, uh is just, he's a carpenter himself. And then he has another business called Helsing Furniture that's at Helsing Furniture that you need to go check out. It's gothic. It's cool. It's beautiful. It's shapely. I really hope you enjoy this conversation. We dive into how he got just over 11,000 followers, his stylist personality, why he was and wasn't a good fit for HGTV and some other cool stuff. So I think you're really going to love this episode. Leave your thoughts in the comments. I'd appreciate it as always. Rate, comment, and subscribe. If you have any questions for me, then you know how to reach me. I will talk to you guys- soon enjoy the episode so i gotta ask i guess the first first official question of the podcast is always always the biggest how does a guy from valpo who just likes playing with wood accrue uh over eleven thousand followers
1: um, i
0: did tell you this podcast is probably gonna be rated m so <laughs> <laughs> i'm like well
1: there's better ways of making money on the internet than playing with wood but um no i oh uh, gosh how did it I just started posting like cool projects like stuff if I did something that was like outside of the normal I would post that I'm like I like this I think it's cool and then um this was like back uh, probably four years ago and there weren't a lot of woodworkers on Instagram um and then with the whole like <laughs> when all that fucking like pallet wood furniture came out and oh yeah pretty, like, oh, I'm a journeyman carpenter it's like no you tore a pallet apart and, like, that was the day. Everyone went yeah, on Pinterest. like, coffee tables out of, like, old pallets. On. Yeah. Yeah, Pinterest was a huge thing for that. Um, but so it was, like, back in that time, I just started posting stuff. And then, every like, all the woodworker hobbyists got on Instagram, and it really ramped up. And then the big thing, and I don't know exactly how this happened, but I feel like all the tool companies went to a conference somewhere, <laughs> and some guy told them, you need to be on social media. Yeah. <laughs> so then it was, like, DeWalt, Rigid. Uh, Makita, like all these brands started their social pages I want to say like mm, three to four four probably four years ago they might have started before that but they were not putting anything into it so then that got everybody more involved because of those those companies started putting together ambassador programs and doing like giveaways with tools and all of that so that just like skyrocketed the users of like the woodworker users so that's that's how I got into all of it and then um some of my stuff is kind of crazy like catches your eyes you're scrolling through
0: so that helped too for sure yeah i think the uh those all those tool companies were because of like guys like me like uh marketers that that just like i mentioned before uh kind of ruin things for a living (laughs) like we're just like you need to see this you want this drill like you're gonna see this the next like 500 posts in a row (laughs) And by the end you're like i just want to buy it so this ad goes away yeah um uh rolling into like their shops being like so i uh noticed you ain't got an instagram uh <laughs> you know all the cool kids are on ig right, right and right. then uh yeah that's when that conference happened i think so
1: yeah <laughs> yeah no, it was funny i mean it's cool like and, and i mean there's obviously there's always a good and a bad side to everything and i think the good side is that it's got so many people building like people who would never they can go on instagram and like I can do that if I buy a drill and a circ song. Yeah. So that's really neat, and you get people like working with their hands that normally wouldn't wouldn't have gotten into something like that, but then you just get like the fucking flood river of like <laughs> awfulness. <laughs> it's like it's just over it's just overcrowded, but you know whatever. Everybody's got a chance to do it. How do you think
0: of the rise, or how do you think the rise of HGTV played into that versus your growing like popularity? With Chip and Joe? <laughs> yeah, with Chip and Joe or the Property Brothers.
1: Um. Dude, that's I've actually interviewed twice with HGTV about doing a show. Wow! Um, Tell us about that. <laughs> the first time, <laughs> the first time was a couple years ago, and it was HGTV Canada, and it never went past like the first phone call, because I I hadn't really been in front of a camera, done any interviews yet. So I she probably immediately sniffed my lack of enthusiasm. <laughs> and plus, I don't have a light bulb I can turn on and be like Mr. TV host guy. Yeah. Um, so that went nowhere. And then a production company that essentially they, they make a bunch of shows that HGTV then buys. Um, they found my Instagram somehow and she, we had a phone interview and then we had a Skype interview. Like that guy's weird and swears too much. There's no show for him. Um, maybe on spike or something. Um, so, I mean, they were super nice and all that, but, I yeah, I don't think I could see myself like doing a Ty Pennington <laughs> like <laughs> Move that bus <laughs> I don't know. Uh,
0: that's interesting though. I'm uh I'm super fascinated by by like how like the rise of H E T V kinda played into the growth of like Tool companies and platforms yeah. like Pinterest and, right. and Instagram influencers. I noticed just for me when when I worked at Shillings, when I had uh, when I was like designing cabinets and stuff, um, and they they went out of their way to make sure that we had all the tools to kind of like handle like the influx of people. But as people are coming in, they're like, I saw this on the Property Brothers, and I saw this here, I saw this here, and then then they're whipping out their phones, and Pinterest comes up, and IG comes up, right, right, yeah.
1: Dude, they don't tell you when you become a carpenter how many hours you're gonna spend on Pinterest. Like that was, because <laughs> that's why everybody, that's how everybody finds everything is like yeah. Instagram and Pinterest. And then so I had to make a page. And, I mean, it's cool. Like, um, well, and i have going back to the the HGTV thing. Like, they're basically married to Home Depot, so that was a huge. Sure. Like all the like they had all their ads running all the time. And I think that was a big reason like those two things happening. But no, Pinterest was. Um, it's an awesome site. Like, it's such a great... Because you can have the collaborative boards now, so a homeowner can find something, post it, and I can look at a job site and, then, like, kind of work on it as I'm working on something sure. else. I, I got nothing against Pinterest. I'm just tired of being on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, hours every week. But, <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What's... uh?
1: Take me through, like, an
0: average day, average day in your life.
1: Well, I was saying before um, before we started, we get up super early, like 4.30... If I'm sleeping in, it's like 5.30. <laughs> like, what am I doing? Um, so depending on whether I'm working in the shop or on a job site, like I I hop in my truck and go to work um, eight hours at least like on site. And then I always have like a cabinet job or something going on at home in my shop. So I'll do eight there and come back and do a couple at home and crack open a bottle or something. <laughs> Um, but no, that's that's it for the most part. I do a lot of new construction, so every day is is mostly hopping in my truck before sunrise and going to a job site.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of fascinating right now. We we work with a lot of realtors, and we see like the new the rise of new construction because there's just no houses on the market. And this is 100 percent not meant to be a real estate podcast. And I'm sure there's gonna be some real estate agent that's just gonna come storming into the comments, but. How um, how is that – How is like, the rise in, like, the growth of new houses affected kind of, like, your ability does, – does it affect your ability to, like, post and, like, keep your personal brand and keep your – you have a business page as well. You have Helsing Furniture. Right. Um, how has it affected, like, your ability to kind of support yourself through personal IG and through the business IG?
1: Or right. has it? Well – I ask the builders I work for if I can post my own stuff to my own page because I'm the guy like driving the nails anyways. It's yeah. like they're on their hands and knees doing it. Um, but So that's all cool with them. Um, that hasn't ever really been an issue. Um, I think, I mean, dude, the housing market is really good right now. Okay? Yeah. Like, there's not enough work out there. Like People are especially out here in Crown Point. You've got neighborhoods like Ellendale, uh, Pine Hill, like, some of the bigger ones out there, and there aren't enough people to do the work. It's crazy. Right. Which is nice because then you can, like, people value labor more when there's not enough of it around, and um, you can make a decent living doing it, which was not the case 40, 50, 60 years ago. It was a different, it was a totally different dynamic. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm all happy about all the, all the uh, market blowing up. <laughs> I've got more work than I can handle.
0: Has that affected your ability to uh, to kind of crank out furniture with Helsing, or or kind of I guess I guess more more for the folks at home listening who have no idea what the hell I'm referencing uh, talk talk to us about Helsing.
1: Yeah, um, Helsing is my. I really don't remember how it started. Um, I I remember I first had the idea for it in Nashville. Ah, uh, yeah. We, there's all these old Gothic churches down in Nashville. like That's in, the, in the South. I <laughs> so I started noticing, like, all these, like, really nice churches. And then um, I have this really old school, like, Gothic architecture, too. And I was like, that'd be cool to build something, like, weird. that Like, something with, like, a darker feel to it. You don't see a lot of, like... I don't see a lot of furniture with the mood <laughs> right so I was like that'd be fun and I like fucked up stuff like Tim Burton and like the underworld movies and like all that weird like sort of gothy you know, kid stuff <laughs> sure um, so it was kind of just like I was listening to a lot of albums and um, just like into some darker shit at the time and then that came out what was the first piece oh it was like the it was like that chest of drawers that I did yeah um, so that was kind of the start of it and I I just do it when I have the time <laughs> Basically, <Like> if, <laughs> if we get a little bubble of a few days in between a house, and my, I'm not building something for for my own place, um, yeah, I'll work on a design or I'll I'll build a housing piece. Yeah.
0: How was uh. How was your cause you're married? Um, mm-hmm. how did your your wife feel about that when you uh first walked in with this like really gothic, probably possessed uh set of furniture drawers that yeah, you're trying to cram into like the master the bedroom.
1: Priest. He's like power of Christ compels you. <laughs> Um, no, he uh
0: That'd be an interesting but, IG story. First <laughs> first recorded like exorcism he, on a credenza. Yeah,
1: he was born a carpenter because of a demon. <laughs> um no, there was um well, we lived in a really small place before we, we just bought a place a couple months ago, and it was really small, man. It was like eight hundred square feet, and um, so I had these like massive fucking couches like filling up our, our shared office. Yeah. And uh, she was not cool. With that. <laughs> She's like, I feel like I'm walking into the devil's asshole every time I want to go print out a copy of something. <laughs> um, so I don't know. She she is really glad that I have like a creative outlet. Um, which when I don't, I get grumpy and rude and everything. Sure. Um, so that's really important. I think she's just happy enough with me having that that she doesn't really care what it looks like.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Where are you Where are you selling uh, Helsing? Is that um, is that all local or are you... Exa- I got a
1: Squarespace. Okay. So here's the thing. Like, I haven't really even done any advertising for it yet like I got it all built and then we did a big video photo shoot and there's an Instagram and a Squarespace for it but I've been so fucking busy with other stuff (laughs) I've just like let it sit there and like it gets its own little traffic through hashtags and people sharing it yeah um but I haven't done anything with it yet so I haven't sold anything (laughs) which I'm kind of happy I was like crossing my fingers I knew I was gonna have a crazy few months as we like moved and we're built trimming a few houses I was like, please, nobody buy a beef. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, hoping against myself, basically. It's really,
0: that's actually what attracted me to you in the beginning, um, was, like, I think I saw a post where, like, from that photo shoot,
1: where oh, you yeah. featured it
0: on your main page. Oh, yeah. And I was cruising, I think, through, like, the Valpo tags, which, again, shows the importance on IG of geotags. Right. Um, and I came across this, and it's one of those things that, like, Everyone talks about, like, st- like the picture that will stop your feed, and, like, the I think it was the chair, the tall, yeah. thin chair that you built, uh-uh. where that that photo, like, is a feed stopper. Yeah. Like, it is, like, the definition of a feed stopper, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go onto uh, Johnny Rocker's IG page and scroll down until you see this, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about but that's where I was like what the hell like this is awesome this is so cool it's not a chair like you're not gonna walk into Indiana Furniture and right. see this yeah. like I would when, like
1: to go in there and ask them like if they would sell one I my pieces, <laughs> like roll up <laughs> to the front door and be like would you be interested in carrying this <laughs> because like, it, is not, it is not it is unlike
0: any chair you've ever seen before it is not yeah. It's, we always talk about the things that sell because of Instagram, like luxury cars and luxury houses and luxury women and luxury food and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. You never see like luxury chair fits in there, but I think you were the first one to kind of do that so far. Definitely locally. um, Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't, so there are, oh boy, I shouldn't get into this, but there are a couple businesses that buy handmade, I'm doing air quotes, (laughs) handmade, (laughs) um, Baroque-style furniture, so these really ornate armchairs and everything. They're handmade in fucking Malaysia. And then they send them over here, and they'll spray paint them themselves and do the upholstery. So they're like, we have handmade, like, all this stuff. So there's a couple people doing that. And I guess that's a business, but as an actual, like, handmade product? Yeah, I don't know. Um, But, no, it is... Without risk of sounding tooting my own horn, but I think I don't think there is anything else that's really close to like what Helsing looks like. It no. probably shouldn't be. It's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, well, it is.
0: It's uh, when I say it's unique, I think that's yeah. going to push a lot of people right now to go look, yeah. look, because it's it's gothic, but it's like it's beautiful. Like it's right. not gothic for the sake of being gothic. It's gothic. Like it looks like it belongs, in, like an old church yeah. or something like that. So
1: I was listening. There were two things that were weird when it came out. Like I was listening to a lot of these, like, strong female, like, singer-songwriters at the time that I was designing a lot of these pieces without even realizing it. I'd, like, pop in the Sia album, and she's, like, wailing away. And it's, like, so, like, haunting and, like, dark, but also, like, beautiful at the same time. Yeah. So I was, like, listening to her and, like, some of the distillers and, like, some, like, girl punk rock stuff. And Lord she was another big one. Um, and I feel like these girls who have these, like, really dark undercurrent, but they're also, like, strong female characters... Yeah like bring that somehow that came through like in the designs where it's like it's rough and it's pointy and scary looking but it's also like it's elegant yeah and it's got some smooth curves maybe even some feminine curves (laughs) (laughs) there's
0: a there's a definite definite shape to it but it's uh when going back like i like i said it's it's definitely like a feed stopper thing so um, Not having to do any, like, direct promotion for It's interesting to, like, still watch that medium grow just from everything that you do normally. Because the posts, I guess the posts that you do that aren't kind of, uh, that aren't based in Helsing are still unique posts. Like, they're still, like, feed stopper kind of posts or kind of, like, day-in-the-lifestyle posts. Right.
1: Yeah, some of them are. I, I don't know. I, I know, like, a lot of people talk about, like, having, like a definitive brand for yourself on Instagram. Like, I guess I fit into a, like a carpenter thing and like, um, but I feel like I should probably lock in a little more specifically what I'm doing. Cause I'll do like a five minute long joke in my stories, which has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> and then I'll do like a post about my dog. And, um, but yeah, some of it does, some of it does, I get a good picture every once in a while. Yeah. (laughs) Every
0: once in a while, I'll get one. Do you, are you like, so like we talked with Whitney last week (laughs) and she brought up like when she wakes up, like she's instantly thinking like, I need to like, I need to post. I need to get something. Is it the same thing for you where you wake up and you're like, I have to post something today or I should post two times here, three times? I, I
1: try to post every day. Honestly, I realized that I was thinking about this the other day. I had the goal of 10K for a long time. Yeah. And I was like ramping up and it was before they changed the algorithm. So I had all this momentum going posting once or twice a day. And then I hit 10K, and I was like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> 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 That's cool. <laughs> so then some of that momentum. It was here, like a now what I know, moment. I know, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to do 20 in forever because I don't have boobs and, you know. Um, but I, um, so that was a driving thing. But, yeah, every morning I would, I try to post every morning at, like, 6.37 because I feel like I get the best engagement when I do that. Um, and I try to have my post drafted the night before because when I wake up I'm like throwing shit in my truck and doing all this so I can flip it open and post while I'm driving to work or something like that or after I get all set up at work.
0: That's an interesting strategy. I haven't heard that before. Yeah.
1: Sometimes I'll batch draft, like, five in a row so I don't have to think about it for a week. <laughs> so, like, if I, And if I'm doing some, if I'm doing a housing piece or something cool is coming up and I can take multiple pictures in a day and draft them out, like, this is how you do the little carvings or whatever and then have, like, a wider shot of, like, me working... <laughs> Timer selfies! <laughs> um, a wider shot of, like, me working in the shop. I'll, like, batch three or four of those together so that I can not have to think about it as much throughout the week sure because that'll make you hate the platform
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's a that's
1: a for sure thing yeah
0: uh i think i like one of my favorite things to do is like we'll use i'm kind of flying through like scheduling tools right now mm-hmm. like i'll mm-hmm. use buffer for a couple of weeks and I'll use hootsuite right. and sprout and always right. and try and find the one that's like right for me and right, right. that i can train like <laughs> the next like fleet of social media managers under us um Uh, And and so, like, I really like just Sunday, like, drafting, like, a batch of posts for different clients. Like, I know that if they have a specific storyline that, like, they're going, and I already have the shots on, it's easy. Like, it's just plug and play, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that way, during the week, I can focus on other things to grow their brand and grow their business and build their
1: influence and stuff like that. So I haven't done any of those scheduling apps. I know people that do use them, and they swear by them. Yeah. I guess it's basically what I do, but less work than what I'm doing now because you can <laughs> figure it all out like you were saying on Sunday yeah,
0: yeah. do you use any any specific tools you use you would kind of talked a little bit like I think when you first walked in this point you said social blade a
1: little bit I've been on social blade gotcha um, and because I heard a couple other people talking about it and I was curious what it was and it was interesting and this was back before they did a couple of those algorithm switches so everybody's yeah. like growth patterns were, made sense <laughs> Um <laughs> But I've been on Social Blade. I think that's the only one I've been on. Um, yeah, I don't really go on. I'm pretty much just do the platform, kind of like a bare bones sort of dude.
0: Yeah, I've uh, there's there's rumors out there. I don't. There's some people that swear by this rumor, and some people that say like this is false, and so I don't. I don't know. But like the idea that like if you use Buffer, Hootsuite, or Tweet Deck. Uh, or what have you that you're automatically going to start uh, lower in the algorithm right, yeah. because they, you're supposed to use Facebook schedule and stuff. And for the most part, I think 90% of my posting, I do use Facebook scheduler because right. I'm not going to go into each profile and sign in for my clients uh, and sign in for all these people, for anyone besides me, just to realize that it's going to start lower. Like it's way too much time. Right. Um, so I don't know. The one platform that I use that I Loved, love, love, loved was Sprout Social. Um, the problem with Sprout Social is that it's not really built for agencies unless you're an agency that's doing like a crap load of money okay. per year because so it was way too expensive. But it was, it gave like every ounce of data from like all like everything that every great platform out there did. Like Social Blade does great, and the Buffer does great, and the Hootsuite does great. Pulled it all into one platform, and so when I used that, I took a free demo. I've got a friend that works works there, and she she hooked me for the free demo, and I was like. This is awesome for the next two weeks. This is right. gonna be a great two yeah. weeks. So then they're and then once like, like, this is us, over give
1: us a finger every month.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Jeez. They just could not unfortunately afford it. The other one out there was really cool was Heyorca. Uh but they're are out of Newfoundland, I think. They're in Newfoundland. That sounds um. about right.
1: <laughs> hey, <work on. laughs> Um No, that's cool. I've always wanted to. I mean, I dude, I it's like I'm scraping tooth the nail to even be able to like stay this engaged at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I feel like to try and learn, uh, man, I should probably I should probably try. But <laughs> to try and learn a new platform was seems really daunting.
0: Yeah. Um, well you I mean, you go it seems you go out of your way and correct me if I'm wrong, you go out of your way to really respond to
1: every single person in the comments, right? I try to. Yeah. Sometimes it's like a fist bump emoji which is like the f- same as a fuck you <laughs> like, it's like I mean it's hard when you get like
0: someone's gonna be bump. listening to this yeah. like the proudest moment yeah. of their <laughs> life is when you gave them a fist bump and responded to like, them I'm and now sorry. they're crying in the corner that is Like, weird
1: man like just oh god the whole landscape if you ever give me a fist bump it. I swear to god <laughs> but sometimes I'm like standing at the saw with my tool belt on like trying to cut something and I get a comment come through and I just don't have time to like write a full thing yeah um, but I like if someone puts a lot of time into a question I try to put as as much time into the answer like sometimes I would be like nice work I'm like thanks (laughs) (laughs) kind of just like leveling out like whatever energy they put into it Um, but no I do try to because you don't want to be one of those dicks who like doesn't because that's the other weird thing man like you don't realize like how much you can affect like someone else on the other end of the platform like I've had some people and it's weird because I don't, you don't really think about what your Instagram is like when you're not on it. <laughs> right. You're just like, oh, post a picture. Like, that's cool. Like, whatever. Fuck it. And then you'll get a message from someone they're like, I just want to let you know that you have inspired me to like take on like woodworking. I've seen your pictures and this and that. It wasn't for like your Helsing piece. Like, I would be too scared to try it, but you did that fucking crazy thing. So why not? I'm like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize like people were actually paying this much attention to my weird wow. fucking furniture. And there's like a guy up in Chicago who like quit his job and became a woodworker. I'm like, dude, don't fucking do that. Like, <laughs> don't put that on me, man.
0: You're, you're putting up public like this was not me. <laughs> I know. Johnny, in I fact, not had nothing do to do that. with this. But
1: he's jamming, man. Him and his wife are doing that now. They've been doing it for like a year. <laughs> T- Tom Bellows. He's an awesome guy.
0: Uh, one, of, one of my, like, favorite pastimes is go on... One of my favorite, like, influencers that, that I go and follow is a guy named Robert Frank. He's a big, like, bodybuilding guy. Okay. He has, like, a million followers on IG now. And he'll, like he'll respond to those where somebody will like ask a question or tell him like hey you inspired me to like go to the gym and his big his tagline is like get juicy like get go to the gym and get juicy and everything he wouldn't wouldn't guess uh, yeah so getting juicy of course means muscular growth not right. injecting steroids we yes. do not not approve steroids yes. or illegal drugs on this podcast anyway uh, so he'll uh, he'll, <laughs> he'll he'll respond put the blunt way, Johnny um <laughs> He'll, he'll respond to people and then post that up. Like, post up the response. Oh, yeah. And, like, it is, like, I die every that's time really that, like, man. I read these things.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool when you see, like, big-time people taking the time to, like, respond to their fans, I guess. Yeah. You could call them. There's well, a- I think
0: that's the position you're in now.
1: yeah I guess yeah it could be at least in our backwoods part of uh, America (laughs) our our tiny little squirt of doing what I do yeah you'd be surprised man there's people out there guys doing exactly what I do with 20 30 40,000 followers and because they're a lot better at using the platform than I am Um, but yeah it's crazy there's a lot of other guys out there doing what I do with some big followings
0: (laughs) that's uh, it's cool though I'm I'm excited I like I like the stories of finding out these and almost everyone has one at some point it usually doesn't make air but like the the idea that somebody reached out and was like you changed my life because even me I have somebody that I reached out to also when I was getting ready to uh, get ready to leave full-time work and like take my, my take this gig full-time and uh, I reached out to him and was like I'm scared but right. like I'm I'm not really nervous but I'm, I'm scared Boy, and man. uh he responds. like, dude, you're gonna kill it. Like, you're gonna murder it. I was like, you're damn right, I'm gonna murder it. And <laughs> like, like, break your duh. phone. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, snap the phone in half <laughs> and 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 quit instantly. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. I mean, there's there's parts I love and parts I fucking hate about Instagram. Um, and that's like, ugh, this sounds so douchey, but like the real connections people can make. Like, yeah. not the because everybody grinds like everybody grinds in the comments and the likes and everything but like the cool things where people get hooked up with each other like other creatives or like if you can actually like actually inspire someone not just you inspired me like (laughs) actually inspire someone to go out and do something cool that's neat like i'm all about that
0: who's uh who's if you were to message someone right now who's who's influencing you like if you needed if you're getting a little low and you're getting a little depressed who's uh who are you reaching out to
1: Johnny, or, Walker. <laughs> Johnny Walker? Johnny no, Walker. Um, I don't think he's on Instagram. <laughs> um, ooh, who are some people that have... Take that Ernest Hemingway approach to, uh, <laughs> to furniture building. <laughs> that shotgun's looking friendly, man. Like, <laughs> can't have a hangover uh, <laughs> if you're
0: never sober.
1: <laughs> Keep it rolling. Um, no, let's see. Um, I like weirdos. Like, I love people... And I'm not talking about people who have, like, branded themselves as weirdos. Like, I like fucking weirdos. Like, people who just do their shit. And, like, whether or not people are paying attention, like, do whatever. Like, they're just posting their stuff. Um, This is so weird. But there's a guy on Instagram. His name is Matthew Silver Farts Hearts. And all he does is street art performance. So he wears, like, a leotard and he rolls around, like, smacking people with, like, rubber chickens and stuff. (laughs) But he's so about it, man. That's all he does. Like, that's all he does. He's a goddamn hippie. But, like, when I see weird people like that, I'm like, he's just doing whatever the fuck he wants, and he's not te- he's not out there telling people, I'll just do whatever the fuck I want. He's just a guy doing his thing. I like people like that. Um, I guess more specific to my um, genre that I'm in. Um, there's a guy, Wicklow, Carpent- Wicklow Carpenter. He's, like, this Irish carpenter guy on Instagram, and, like, seeing his work, I mean, he's a... Damn good carpenter. So seeing his work inspires me a lot to like make my joints as tight as I possibly can and <laughs> set every board as good as you possibly can. Um, but there's some I don't know. I, so you're um, like you're Kat the... Von D is one. I love Kat Ooh, Von D. that's dude. a good one. She is like she's a fucking artist, man. And um, she's a weirdo. <laughs> but she just does her shit, you know. Like, she's still on TV. Um, I don't, I don't she... know. I don't have a cable. <laughs> uh, I see her on Instagram. She just married some. Musician guy, Um, she's one of them. There's an artist, Abigail Larson. She does like she'll do like gothic renditions of like fairy tales. Yeah. Um, She's she's someone I probably would message and be like, your shit makes me want to do my shit more. (laughs) That's cool. Like it makes me want to go out and get it, man.
0: (laughs) And then you're working with so for Helsing Furniture. Do you wanna do kind of wanna shout this out? Like you have uh, an influencer coming in to do uh, a photography shoot, right?
1: Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, on Instagram it's just at Helsing Furniture, yep. and then um, we we've done a few photo shoots, and that's oh mean, that's something I like the platform for too. It like connects creative people who are like willing to work with each other to like promote each other's practices while getting like a portfolio piece for themselves as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a girl she was like been a supporter of of the Hel- of Helsing from the very beginning, and and we've sh- talked over the years about like trying to do a photo shoot. Um, and we finally put it together. We got a photographer. We had, She's coming. She's driving out to be a part of it. We got a few pieces, and we're going to do this, like, dark, gritty. We're going to do a couple looks, but one of them is going to be pretty, like, harshly lit and all that. Um, and then we're going to do, like, a softer, sort of more gothic fairy tale feel.
0: That's awesome. Are you using that to kind of, like, re, not relaunch the Helsing brand, but bring more specific attention to it? Is there something you're going to coincide with, like a launch of a special piece?
1: or? Yeah, that's part of it is just to keep, like, keep the... Man, because I'm not even doing that good at that. (laughs) Not doing a good job of that. But part of it is just to like keep keep the name out there. But the other part is like it's fun just doing. I mean, to me, like the photo shoot, like the photos you get at the end, like are an art product itself. And we were kind of talking about this a little bit earlier. But when you can get, like, a model and a photographer and maybe a lighting guy and then a fucking furniture dude, and you can put those four or five people together in a room and then they create this, like, photo shoot, like, that's awesome. Like, so to me, it's, like, another thing I get to create. It's, like, another art piece.
0: Yeah. It's fascinating for me watching just our team, like, how they approach photo shoots. Yeah. Like, how they approach, uh, approach like what what the set's going to be and what the design's going to be. And I'm not a, a, a photo guy. Like I can do it. Like I know enough to be dangerous. But I don't I don't really find as much like I get more frustrated by it than anything else. Just because I'm like, there's definitely a cooler way to shoot this. Oh yeah. And we
1: yeah.
0: we have photo like photo competitions that yeah. in the office and I've never come in higher than third place. And it's always just three of us. Right. Like <laughs> the third place is just an honor title. Yeah. I somehow came in fifth out of three people. Um but yeah. watching watching the way people take inspiration from like certain rooms and stuff
1: like it blows my mind I don't understand that part of it at all. <laughs> like, I don't fuck around with the actual composition of it yeah I just like taking part in like the creative sort of like what if we did this kind of thing because, <laughs> but no I'm no photographer at all
0: is there anything uh since you've built your following against it's mm. it's closing in I think it's just under 12k right now right? yeah something like it's that like in
1: the 11 somewhere
0: um anything that you would do different
1: from your launch um who yes This is weird. So as I started building Helsing, there wasn't an Instagram page for it. It was just my page. And there's some huge, like, gothic culture pages out there. And my my work got shared on those pages a couple of times over the last few years. And I got this massive influx of people who are not interested in carpentry. <laughs> like, oh, this guy built this crazy ass throne, like, follow him. And then everything else I post is like about hammers and nails and shit. Exactly. Um, so I probably would have tried to keep that separate because I have just like all these people lingering. I love every one of you. Um, like, but I, I had, love all my followers, <laughs> just
0: some of you more than others.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's people lingering in there that are not active on my page, and it's just, I don't know why that bugs me.
0: Does that uh, does that put stress on you that maybe you need to uh, do more gothic pieces or post more like in the style that they're going to enjoy?
1: Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> if, not, if I don't like what I'm posting, I'm not going to do it. That's a, that's so a like, real thing. That's a real they thing. Handle, they can handle my construction posts, but... Um, no, that that was one thing, because it was a lot of followers, man. There's probably, like, 1,500 of them. There's, like, 10% of my base almost um, that probably don't give a fuck about construction and never aren't active on that at all whatever i mean it's, a, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's still glad you're here <laughs> cookies in the corner <laughs>
0: all right so with every single episode we always do the 10 rapid fire questions which have never once been rapid fire because uh i i always have comments on everything uh i can't help jumping in uh when i find where i left them in my book we are going to get all over them boom here they are so give me a tell me first question i love asking this question people to people what is your favorite memento
1: memento from your life oh my um my lighter i have this hand hand carved um 1920s uh zippo lighter that i got from an antique shop yeah um and i got it with my brother oh gosh we were well, I was right about when I was old enough to smoke <laughs> so, I think I was like 17 18 um and I've had that thing for what like 10 years now I've lost it a bunch of times I got it tattooed on me in case I ever lost it forever <laughs> have you ever like accidentally lost it and, like, oh come yeah out? like I've found it like in friends yards I found it like in the quad <laughs> at ball state one time um yeah that's I mean I've had that thing for so long I love it uh what's uh what's your spirit animal? Oh, that was a weird question. <laughs> spirit but. animal. Okay. Um shit. Uh <laughs> Gollum from Gollum from, from Lower the, Lower the, of the Rings. Rings. What a weird ass answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh what's your favorite thing to happen to you this year?
1: <clears throat> uh oh, favorite thing that happened this year. Um, well, my wife and I just bought a house. That's been super That's fun. exciting. That was like a nine-month Oh okay, guys,
0: without giving out your personal address, because we don't want all of our fans to show up at your door, like the, the mob from, like, Walking Dead. Uh, what town are you in? Uh,
1: Valpo. Nice. Yeah. Such, I love Valpo. It's sort of the far east side of it. Oh, ooh. Ooh, nice area. Yeah. Up by uh, Morgan Township. Yep, we're right there. Washington
0: Township. Ooh, Washington Township. You keep saying Morgan Township. Yeah. Washington Township. Uh, what villain do you feel for? What
1: v- Villain. Yeah,
0: is there yeah. a certain villain where, you're like, for me, it's like the Joker. Like, I just—he's a misunderstood creature. Ooh,
1: that is true. There are times in those movies where I'm like, dude, this guy ain't that bad. Right. Um, I'm not a sociopath. <laughs> he's an awful person. <laughs> uh, favorite villain. Like that, um, and we'll
0: see you guys next week. Thank you for yeah. dumbkin.
1: <laughs> dude, um, Kylo Ren. I'm not a Star Wars fan. I'll say that now, so don't try to talk to me about it. You're not gonna get matching leg like, you know, tattoos with no, Josh no. and Darth Vader. I just watched that when I was like, "Dude, this kid's fucked up," and it isn't even his fault, man. <laughs> like, that sucks. <laughs> he's just an emo teenager yeah, with a lightsaber. He's, like, he's got like the worst people tell- giving him the shitty advice all the time. Like, <laughs> I felt bad for him.
0: What's uh? What's one of your guilty pleasures?
1: Um. Avril Lavigne. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was gonna ask what musical artist is the most underrated. What musical artist? What's who's who's most overrated right now? Do you listen to? They're not going to listen to this, so feel free. Who's the
1: most overrated? We already
0: had Nickelback was a previous response by uh, Jay. Jay, yeah. I guess if you're one out of ten, that's too much. Jay from McFlys
1: said Nickelback was overrated. I'm trying to think. Oh, fucking Lil Yachty. Like, fuck that guy. <laughs> He's like, I don't understand like why people like him. It's garbage.
0: What uh? What food are you craving most often?
1: Dude, I've been on a keto diet for like a month now, so it's been it's been chicken wings, and pizza like i just want to eat that shit so, <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> so i'll say pizza pizza that's a good one uh
0: what song do you never want to hear again
1: megan trainer all about that bass <laughs>
0: cue it <laughs> uh what can what conspiracy theory do you believe
1: Ooh. um hmm, man <sighs> conspiracy theory that i believe i mean i want to think that aliens built the pyramids I don't know if I do believe it, <laughs> but I want to believe it. That'd
0: be awesome. <laughs> it's a solid. it's solid. I can get behind that. Yeah. I guess I've watched like enough, binged enough like History Channel growing up that like you still have no idea how they do it.
1: Dude, I kind of want Bigfoot to be real too. Bigfoot, be is real. Yeah, that's, that's the everyone, Bigfoot is real. I think that's the one I believe in. Everyone. Everyone
0: believes it. Uh, let me see here. What's a what's a good one? What's your uh, what's your going to bed routine?
1: Um. I'm trying to think of something not depressing to say. <laughs> uh, going to bed routine is watching TV with my wife, having a few drinks, and then going to bed at nine. Old people time.
0: <laughs> and uh, last question. We're gonna wrap it up with this. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Can't wait for this. Uh, if <laughs> if you had a pinata all about you, what would you fill it with, or what would it be filled with? Get in there. <laughs>
1: Uh, whiskey and sawdust. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> whiskey whiskey and
0: sawdust. I'm trying to imagine when the kids bust this pinata open, they're just it's like, like so kids disappointed. Hair on your chest. Do All it. The kids are just like sneezing and coughing. Oh, that must be Johnny's pinata.
1: We're supposed to open it. That was for tonight for me and the missus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and end with that uh, anything actually before we end anything else you want to uh, anyone you want to shout out any, anything you got going on coming up any events
1: anybody I want to shout out um, anyone
0: in the local market's been especially good to you on you uh, your career path
1: local market mm-hmm. if I had to shout out someone it would be uh, Heather at 209 West she taught me upholstery over Instagram <laughs> nice which was awesome Um, and, uh... Yeah, that's gonna be my one shout out. Awesome. I always bring her up because it's that's one of the cool things about Instagram—people helping each
0: other. Yeah, uh, and it's it's fascinating. Before I I know what I want to bring up earlier. You are on Facebook, but not really on Facebook, right? You're you're a very yeah. unique kind of person when it comes to the influencer market.
1: Yeah, I'm not on Facebook at all. I mean, I'll post like a shitty meme every once in a while. <laughs> it's not on my phone. It's on more for like phone. friends and immediate family kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, well, there's ambassador programs I'm a part of that we. We uh, hook up on there, and that's how they get their information to us. That's pretty much all I use it for anymore.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. So strictly, strictly Instagram, and you're on Pinterest a little bit.
1: Yeah, I don't. I'm not. Not active. personally. I use Pinterest to find designs and all of that. But gotcha. I don't, like, yeah, I'm basically solely Instagram. Solely Instagram. Yeah, I mean. I got tired of the nine nine reasons cheese saved my life. <laughs> like, seeing that, like, on Facebook. Well, I'm not
0: going to keep writing those articles if you're not going <laughs> to read them. Was that, <laughs> that was you. That was, it was me. Nine reasons mozzarella saved you. <laughs> uh, so, with that, we are going to uh, go ahead and peace out of here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Johnny, where can everyone find you right now? Solely on Instagram Thank and not on Facebook.
1: On Instagram, uh, underscore Johnny Rocker. And then... Um,
0: at housing furniture at housing furniture uh you can find us your favorite friends at local nine. at local 209 on every single platform except for my beloved twitter you're you said you haven't even logged into twitter Dude, ever I, I
1: don't even know what twitter
0: looks like like oh god like a that really
1: weird dodgy i site, just
0: for all I know. felt my soul like get a crack in it uh you you can find us on twitter at local underscore two and nine interact with us there that is pretty much me because i am the only one in the office who loves twitter um and with that you can also find me personally at matt barber at m-a-t-b-a-r-b-u-r on instagram feel free to send me a direct message either at local 209 nine or at matt barber and we're gonna end it there thank you everyone for listening next week we have dave Feynman. Uh, from, I hope I said his last name right. I'm pretty sure I did. From Smuggler's Coffee. This is going to be a fascinating episode because he has a very, very, very specific theme that I cannot wait to explore. Uh, Thank you all for listening and we will talk to you next week. Bye.